0: I've got Dr. Peter McCullough coming on here on uh, the SkyMaker Hotline, and uh, he's going to inform us on much, much more of what's going on with this. Um, and uh, you, we've had Dr. McCullough on before, and uh, I see that uh, I see that he's all uh, he, he's he's fit, tan, and rested, and ready to go. Dr. Doc- Dr. McCullough, good morning to you. How are you, sir?
1: Good morning. Can you hear me okay?
0: Yes, sir. I sure can. Thank you very much. Um, I want to start uh, by first of all, because last time we we spoke, uh, some things that happened in your life. Will you just tell our audience who you are now, what you rep- and what you represent, so that there's no confusion?
1: I'm a practicing academic internist and cardiologist in Dallas, Texas. I'm in private practice uh, at a major medical center, and I'm the editor in chief of two major medical journals: Cardiorenal Medicine Reviews and Cardiovascular Medicine. I'm the president of the Cardio-Renal Society of America, and I'm actually the chief medical officer for the Truth for Health Foundation. I have been very focused on the COVID-19 pandemic for 18 months now, and I've been asked by uh, the U.S. Senate, multiple states, multiple federal and uh, private organizations to give advice on how to proceed in the COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Thank you very much. I want to start today because uh, you're a very busy man. As a matter of fact, I don't know how you keep the schedule that you keep, I saw you the other day with uh, my friend, John Henry Weston. You said, folks, I want, John Henry, there's five things I want people to know about COVID and the vaccines and where we are. Could you just tell our, our, our audience what those five things are?
1: Really quickly, COVID-19 is not spread asymptomatically. So if people feel well, uh, you don't have to worry about spreading COVID-19. Uh, the only thing we have to worry about is people showing up sick to work or kids showing up sick to school. We should never have parents let sick kids go to school. If a child gets sick at school, get them out. But if they're asymptomatic, uh, absolutely no chance you can spread it. So You don't have to be paranoid when you go to church and everybody looks well and feels well. Uh, the second point is uh, we don't need to test anybody who doesn't have symptoms. In fact, there are no approved uh, regulatory um, clearances for tests to test asymptomatically. So if someone's going to try to test you routinely at school or at work or at travel, just walk past the testing stations because it's it's against regulatory law. The World Health Organization uh, it, it completely uh, advises against it as of June 25th. The third thing, is that the natural immunity that someone has is complete and durable. You can't get COVID-19 over and over again. We know that because it swept through the nursing homes last year and it's done. Grandmother has not gone on the ventilator three times in the last year. It's one and done for COVID-19. Individuals like that uh, do not need the vaccine because you can't make anything better than perfect. Natural immunity right now is perfect in COVID-19. Third point is uh, COVID-19 is completely treatable if early. We've got to start early prevent hospitalization in high-risk patients, seniors should demand monoclonal antibody infusions. They work and they should know which hospitals have them in town and demand a treatment. Just takes a doctor's phone call covered by the government. Fifth point and final point is the vaccines are failing right now. Uh, we are having large numbers of vaccinated patients uh, develop COVID-19 and become hospitalized all over the world, including the United States, and the vaccines have considerable safety concerns. They are not generally safe for people to take right now, and in no circumstances should vaccines be
0: mandated. Okay, uh, very good. Thank you for those five points. Now, let's talk about the vaccines, and let's talk about what the FDA did on Monday and what they did not do. Uh, I spent, I'm like you, i spent the last 18 months of my life in, in uh, and completely consumed with this. I read the FDA approval, footnote eight and footnote nine are the smoking guns. So walk our listeners through what was approved and and, and is this co Mernati stuff, is it even available? Uh, if, If you could just explain what did they do and what did they did not do on Monday?
1: Mike, you're doing a great job in the pandemic and we need more people like you. The FDA did not approve the Pfizer vaccine. What they did is they extended the emergency use authorization. Pfizer gave a letter of conditional approval to BioNTech, uh, a different company, uh, for a future approval, uh, but that company would need to do studies on why the vaccine is causing myocarditis or heart inflammation. Uh, the FDA get granted a new name for the vaccine for BioNTech, which is Comirnaty, but that is not commercially available. So what's going on in the next uh, few months or a few years is more of the same. There is no uh, FDA-approved vaccine on the U.S. market.
0: Okay, so it doesn't matter what the name is. So there's a lot of people out there that are going like, nanya, nanya, boo-boo. Yeah, it's, it's fully approved now. I can mandate. I can make you take it. The governor of my state of Louisiana rushed, as soon as it came out on Monday, rushed out and said, all state employees, mandatory vaccinations. Uh, of course, it's not a vaccine. I say they must have some legal recourse now to say, OK, well, give me the Cominarty. That's approved. I'll take it. Well, it looks like that may
1: not be ready for till like 2023. So we've got a couple years on that. But uh, the, the talking point that Pfizer was fully FDA approved appears to be fraudulent. And uh, the media propagated it in many, rep- many people at state and, and private levels picked it up, but in no way is it FDA approved. In no way should vaccines
0: be mandated. Okay. So uh, Dr. Peter McCullough with us on the SkyMaker Hotline. Dr. McCullough, you're a cardiologist. Uh, I also read that entire document from the FDA. Did they admit, did they tacitly admit that there is an issue here with the current EUA Pfizer product with myocarditis and pericarditis? Yeah, they're very consistent
1: with the FDA that myocarditis is a very real problem with these vaccines. We have now in the CDC VARES database, we have over 4,000 Americans who have been stricken with heart inflammation after needless vaccination. This is serious. It's not transient. It's not mild. I'm seeing these cases in my practice. Uh, A significant number have continued symptoms. They need medications. Some will develop heart failure. Some will go on to heart transplant or cardiac death. In fact, there's already been myocarditis deaths in young people. It's a tragedy. No young person should get vaccinated.
0: Okay, can you also explain, Dr. McCullough, what is actually happening in Israel? They're what, 90 days ahead of us or so uh, with their complete rollout and complete vaccination. I'm now seeing uh, from some of the sources, I'm sure you're seeing, that some of the people that are getting the third uh, the third jab poke, whatever you want to call it, uh, it looks like it's even getting worse The more that they get stuck with this stuff, it seems to be getting worse. What is happening in Israel? What's the message for people that we should take away from that? vaccines are
1: clearly making the pandemic worse. So they have provoked this Delta variant. The Delta variant is completely resistant to the Pfizer vaccine. A paper by the first author Israel from Israel shows the Pfizer vaccine, which is the weakest of all the vaccines, by the way, Pfizer vaccine is 30 micrograms per dose per shot compared to Moderna, which is 100 micrograms. A lot of Americans don't know that Pfizer is the weakest vaccine, that the antibodies after Pfizer decline 40% per month and go down to nothing within a few months. So people really, Don't have any protection from the Pfizer vaccine when they're fully vaccinated against the Delta variant. Over 80% of Israelis hospitalized uh, and those getting sick with COVID 19 have been fully vaccinated. Now, with the booster, which doesn't cover the Delta variant anyway, uh, of course, there are vaccine failures in Israel. So, more of the same is not working.
0: So, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but the governor of West Virginia. Had a little teleconference yesterday, and he said, "I don't know." And he has a country accent. I don't know what's going on here, but I can tell you here are the statistics. He said that 25 percent of all new of all deaths currently in West Virginia are from people that have COVID and are double vaccinated, completely vaccinated. And it was almost as if he was he was saying, "I think something's going on here that we have not been made aware of." Is this just uh, uh, here in the U.S. We're going to see more West Virginians. Is what is happening in Israel going to come here?
1: Yeah, sure. And for sure it's going to happen uh, since Israel is about four months ahead of us, as well as the United Kingdom. But I have this report for you from the United Kingdom, August 15th, the 21st uh, variant update. Uh, They now have in um, United Kingdom, they are reporting that of those hospitalized with the Delta variant, that the mortality uh, um, is uh, 30% for those who are vaccinated versus 6% unvaccinated. So there's something about vaccination which is really increasing the risk of death for those hospitalized. Now maybe because the vaccinated are seniors and they're older and they're sicker, um, but it's pretty clear, vaccination does not protect against severe disease and it does not protect against death.
0: Now, as uh, someone who's been practicing medicine for a long term, a long time, you know the adage, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, walk our audience through what you've already advised us, just again for, for reiteration. Flu season is coming up, or should I say vitamin D deficiency season, per Dr. Ryan Cole, is coming up. How do we get prepared?
1: Uh, the first thing I want everyone to do is drop some pounds, get in shape. If you haven't had COVID-19, you could get it. If you've had COVID-19, you're safe. You're good. You can't get it again. So don't worry about wearing masks or coming in contact with people. You're fine. But if you haven't had COVID-19, uh, you're at risk. If you've been vaccinated, you're at equal risk. So uh, after losing weight, getting in shape, vitamins, supplements, multivitamin, vitamin vitamin D, C. Uh, zinc, quercetin. But very importantly, Mike, I want to update your audience that uh, we're going to come out with guidance supported by the American Dental Association, a very important uh, uh, assistive and other anti-infective dentistry. Dilute povidone iodine or dilute betadine, really just a couple drops in a glass of water, swish and spit twice a day, and then take a Q-tip and apply in both uh, uh, nasal nostrils twice a day and that is proven studies from singapore and elsewhere to reduce the risks of covid-19 that's good hygiene do that in addition to brushing and flossing because the virus lands in the mouth and nose for a couple of days before it sets up shop and the povidone iodine really works if you don't like that or are allergic to iodine you can use dilute uh, hydrogen peroxide or even yellow Listerine, uh, the anti-infective original yellow Listerine. So good oral nasal hygiene. And then beyond that, there's two accepted medical regimens available through the telemedicine services, either hydroxychloroquine once a week or ivermectin twice a week.
0: So what you said this guidance is going to come out with the American Dental Association. Any timeline on that, time frame? Well,
1: the American Dental Association supports this approach for Epstein-Barr virus and cytomegalovirus, so we've adopted that. And that's going to come out, actually, by the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Just dilute a dilute povidone iodine, we think that has the best overall support. Uh, you know, people in Asia have been doing this now for months, uh, and it really does work. You know, there's been no dental clinic outbreaks. Dentists have been in the mouths of people all year long. Hasn't been a single outbreak. And I learned this from very prominent anti-infective dentists, the lead one, Paul Gossett,
0: in Chicago. Wow. Uh, great information. I won't keep you. You're a busy man, Dr. Peter McCullough. Thank you for continuing to appear with us. Our, listen- our listeners all thank you. I- I- on their behalf, I thank you. Continue the great work, and uh, God bless. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Mike. You're very welcome.